Welcome to the first official episode of A British Boy's Blighty. I'm Paul of the After Dark Podcast Network and I will be your host. This is going to be a solo show. Uh, I'm hoping that I will have guests along the way, uh, some friends from the After Dark Podcast Network that may visit somewhere that's that's great for, for a show. Uh, uh, maybe even my wife. My wife, as we as we say on the After Dark Podcast Network. Um, she travels with me, obviously, uh, myself, her and my son travel across the UK all the time and this is kind of what's triggered this, this show. It was a recent trip. So I'm going to explain what this recent trip was and then I'm going to explain a little bit about about what we're going to do with with this trip and, and make a start with it. So we, we made an overnight trip to Windsor, a place that I visited quite regularly as a youngster. I'm... I'm from the north of London. Windsor is kind of just to the west of London, so I wasn't that far away from home as a youngster, and I used to visit it quite regularly. So we made this visit. It wasn't just to visit Windsor. We Earlier in the year, we visited Legoland. We were hoping that we could stay at Legoland, but I'm going to be completely honest, and staying at Legoland while the theme park is open is ridiculously expensive. I'm not going to lie about that. We'd originally planned to do the park and the stay at the same time for our son's birthday. You'll hear me mention him quite a lot because a lot of the stuff we do is is family orientated. So Sam, it was part of his birthday. We decided to do that. He wanted to go to Legoland, but when we looked, as I said, it was so expensive that we decided we couldn't do it. Just one of those things. But we said, let's have a look. And we looked later on in the year. Once the park closed for the year it dropped dramatically in price so what we did was visited the theme park earlier in the year and then booked the hotel for later on in the year so just last weekend while i'm recording this probably a couple of weeks by the time this comes out once all the planning and everything is done a couple of weekends ago theme park had just closed the weekend before uh, after halloween um so it was everything was kind of in shutdown mode, park was closed. Though, and we'll talk about this once we get to it. We we stayed at the hotel, and and that's going to be part of our report here. We are going to do this in three parts. So the first part, and that is what I'm going to go on to now, is Windsor itself, because we had a lovely day in Windsor before heading to Legoland. Then we're going to do an episode on the history of Legoland and what came before it on the land because it wasn't always Legoland. Legoland hasn't been there for that long. And I'm going to talk about the land that and the property that was there before, somewhere I visited as a youngster, 
and then we're going to talk about our stay in the in the third part of of this this story. So we're going to do three episodes. So as I said, this first episode, I'm just going to talk about Windsor basically and give you an idea of what you might find in Windsor. So let's start with Windsor itself. Um, it's a market town, primarily. Originally, it's set just 22 miles away from central London. So, as I said, very, very close to London. Um, and sits immediately south of the, the River Thames. And also has a, a twin town, which is right next door. We actually drove through it on the way, and that's Eton. So, people would know Eton College uh, as, a, as a posh posh school that people go to. Royal family go there. Um, and that's another thing that we'll talk about. It is a royal town, a royal borough. Uh, in Berkshire, uh, and is home to Windsor Castle, which is primarily a home to the Queen. Um, she wasn't there while we were there, but it is somewhere that I have visited as a youngster. I did visit the castle, but we didn't go this time just because of, of the stay that we got at, at Legoland. We We will visit it. We have talked about visiting it. We did walk around it, and that's that's kind of part of what I'm I'm going to talk about as well. Um, so, as I said, there is the royal family. Um, they do live there. It's it's a lovely little town. I'm I'm not going to lie. It's as I said, it's somewhere that I I was brought up. I would definitely recommend visiting the castle. It's right in the town uh, and set on the banks of the River Thames, which I I love. I love the the River Thames. And that's that's something that I did as a youngster. We we go on a nice summer evening. Obviously, not at this time of the year when we visited it. It wasn't the weather wasn't great. It was it was raining for most of the day. Um, but I would definitely recommend trying to find a pub along the River Thames. It's it's lovely like there. It's not like the River Thames that people know from London. It's by that point it's still obviously a massive massive river at that point. But it's much nicer than than sitting along the Thames. In central London, um, I would definitely recommend that. But during our our visit, we were kind of doing some some very British things. I would I would say. So we parked up. Recommendation: parking is expensive. As I said, it is a rural borough, um, so parking is quite expensive, and everything is kind of all in this one space and in the shadow of the castle. I'm not gonna not gonna lie about that. That it is everything kind of surrounds the castle, so there's there's that. And and as I said, we we had a nice day, kind of just enjoying the market town as such. Um, it it's got the shops that you would expect in a in a shopping centre, uh, in a shopping town, um, but you also get some some high end. Stuff because of the royal connection. There is a lot of a lot of the higher end um, shops that you would expect, um, but we we took our time and we'd actually been recommended a visit to a place called the Fudge Kitchen. So I'm going to give a shout out to the people that that recommended us, and hopefully some of you may know these guys, especially if you're you're fans of our Disney shows that we do on this this network. You may have heard of uh, L&R Dreaming, Luke and Rich, good pals. Um, 
they recommended a visit to this. They've put this in some of their vlogs. And we we went straight there. We knew where it was. We parked quite close. It was only like a 10-minute walk to to where it was. And it is, as it says on the tin, it's a fudge kitchen. They are making the fudge fresh. We walked in. Very small shop, but it's got the kitchen in the back. We were met by one of the workers outside. They were giving... They were telling people that there was free samples available, things like that. So we went in. The shop is in the front. So you walk past like the the counter of fudge that's behind behind some glass and there's a, a person selling behind behind that till. And they were swapping, the guy out the front came in and and so on. And then when we were getting served actually the guy that was outside came back in. So there was there was two of them serving at this point. But as I said, we were recommended to go and watch them making the fudge. So we went straight into the back. We didn't actually look what was on sale at the time. We went straight into the back. And, and yes, they were they were making fudge at the time. Which is great. They, they explained how they did it. We got to test some samples. And it was, it was really nice. Um, so let's put it this way. It's not cheap. We bought four blocks of fudge. So that... It's done like a, all I can recommend is kind of like a chocolate log that you have at Christmas. Long chocolate log and they cut it off in slices. They don't do cubes like you'd expect, it's like squares of fudge. It is in um, like a, a roulade type style. So what you have to do is you actually have to buy this slab. You can't buy it in smaller pieces. And it's not cheap. Um, but we did test some samples and it was nice. Um, so we kind of decided that we would get some. Um, what we normally do is I'll choose something. Lisa will choose something, my wife. And Sam, my son, we'd all choose our own. So we did that and he was like, well, for another £2 you could have another one. So for four, four slices of this fudge, it was £17. So, as I said, not cheap. But was lovely. We had chocolate orange. We had white chocolate. We had salted caramel swirl. And eat a mess. So for anybody out there that doesn't know, eat a mess is actually a, a British dessert. Um, kind of raspberries, meringue, and that sort of thing. So it was kind of that. And that was what Lisa chose. I chose the white chocolate. Sam had the uh, caramel swirl. And then we chose the chocolate oranges as the fourth one because we'd all like that. So we did that. Brilliant service. Highly recommended. So thank you to Luke and Rich for that recommendation. Then we just kind of took a, a wander. We walked up to the to the castle. We wandered around. Uh, there's a statue of Queen Victoria outside that we went and took some photos of. That is right next door to, for anybody that remembers Prince Charles and Camilla getting married a few years back. Um, the the chapel where they, they got married, the, the registry office was right next door to the castle. We walked up to that, had a little look at that, and then walked into into the town. Now, we, did, we didn't know what we were going to do. We, we got dinner booked at, at Legoland, which we'll go into on a later episode. And we weren't sure what we were going to do. So we took a wander, had a look in the usual shops, boots, water stones, the likes. And we got to a little area where there was a few of the usual cafes and and 
we're coffee drinkers, myself and Lisa, so we decided we were just going to nip in Starbucks, get a drink, and we, we got there, and the weather was, as I said, quite bad, and it was really busy. So we decided uh, we're not queuing in there, and we, we turned around, and there was a Krispy Kreme, the donut shop, for anybody that doesn't know, do wonderful decorated donuts uh, and sell coffee. So we thought, right, we'll go over there. And it wasn't too busy. We walked in. And for any listeners outside the UK, it was, over the last week, has been a charity event called uh, Children in Need. And they've got a, a mascot called Pudsy the Bear, who wears a, like an eye patch, a spotted eye patch. And he's a, a big yellow bear. And we walked in and and Sam, obviously, he's only six. So that's, they're kind of doing a lot to do with with children in need at, at school and things like that. And they happened to have a Pudsy Bear donut, which straight away he was like, yep, I'm, I'm having that. So we decided that was what we were going to do. Um, Lisa and I chose a donut. And they, weirdly, as I say, we are coffee drinkers, but I've taken to... A lot of places are in white hot chocolate at the moment, which is lovely, cost to do it. And I had happened to notice that they were doing it in, in Krispy Kreme as well, so I had one of them. And I actually thought it was better than the, the Costa one. Again, for, for listeners outside the, the UK, Costa is another coffee company like Starbucks. Um, and I'm sure you're going to start seeing them pop up as, as I think it was Pepsi have bought the company. Um, so you probably start seeing some of them pop up in the US before too long. Um, and I, yeah, as I said, I thought Krispy Kreme's white hot chocolate was better than, than Costa's. It didn't seem to be like they were sticking some syrup in it. And that, that's the problem I've had with Costa's at the moment, is that they're using syrup to, to make it taste like white chocolate. Um, and I'm finding it's it's sitting in the bottom of it. Not great, if in my opinion. I don't want to get to the bottom of a drink and find a load of syrup sitting at the bottom. Um, so yeah, we had a great time in, in Krispy Kreme. They gave Sam some colouring, a Pudsy Bear colouring, which they put up on the wall before we left. Um, they'd got a wall of, of children's colouring in. So that went up. And a great great service as well. They were, they were busy. Um, another charity drive at that point was Remembrance Day for, for everybody. It's the celebration of of people that we've lost during world wars and and stuff like that and there was a lot of people that had been selling over here in the uk they sell poppies um a little uh paper poppy um that's how they raise their funds it's uh, the royal british legion here in the uk that do that there was lots of people selling those out on the streets with it being a, a royal borough um very appropriate for them to be there but they were coming in and out of Krispy Kreme, so they were quite busy as well at times it was it was kind of downtime busy downtime busy but the service in that store was great i can't can't say anymore we just had a, a kind of wonder and enjoyed they'd got christmas decorations up already having halloween just gone but with it being so close to windsor castle the christmas decorations were royal crowns uh, and things like that very royal orientated which were beautiful don't get me wrong, I know Lisa's got some photos of those, so I may take some of those and stick them up on, on our Instagram account. It's the Magical Kingdom of Walt. 
Uh, that's mine and Lisa's Disney side of things, so we're going to use the same Instagram account for that. So go and search that out if you, you want to see some of our photos. Yeah, we just kind of had a wonder. As I said, the weather was quite bad. Um, but just a, a beautiful little town in in the shadow of Castle. So we, we carried on. We knew we were only going to stay for a couple of hours because we needed to get to the hotel. And we would like to spend more time on a better day, hopefully. But we took a walk back and as we got to the fudge kitchen, we noticed there was a, a little um, cafe next door. And we were kind of like, well, we've not got dinner for another four or five hours. We really need to eat some lunch. So I, I just nipped in. Sam and Lisa went back to the car because it was raining. I nipped in, got a couple of sausage rolls for us to take back. And, and didn't even think anything about it. But it wasn't until I looked at my bank statement and I went, oh, that's the name of it. It was actually called Lilibet's, which is the nickname the royal family has for the Queen. So I thought that was quite cute with it being opposite um, the castle. I thought that was quite cute. But yeah, just a lovely, lovely day. Despite the weather, we we really enjoyed our time down down in Windsor. I'd, I'd certainly recommend going and seeing it. You've got the usual touristy little shops that you see in London that sell in like Union Jack jumpers and, and things like that and and magnets and postcards and things like that. There was a few of those along there, but it's still very much, it still feels like it's a step back in time. Some of the shops are still Tudor style shops. I, I had to nip in the bank to put some money in the bank while we were there that I'd been given. And that was very much a Tudor style building. And it's just beautiful, and I I would definitely recommend going and going and taking a wander around Windsor, especially if you're in London and you just feel like you want to take a break away from the hustle and bustle. So I said it is only 20 miles away from central London, so very easy to get to from central London. I'm sure driving or on the train. I'm sure there's even bus tours that can be taken from central London to get you to to Windsor. I highly recommend it. Uh, and, and we'll be going back and I'm sure we'll we'll talk more about visiting the castle and some of the other, there's a few shopping precincts that have been built into train stations and things like that. The train, One of the train stations I remember as a youngster used to actually be a waxworks museum along the lines of Madame Tussauds. It wasn't a Madame Tussauds waxwork, but it was very similar to that that depicted the royal family and the history of, of, of the town. That's gone. That's now a shopping shopping area, shopping precinct, uh, sadly. But I, sort of things like that that I remember. And as I said, if you're there during the summer, definitely recommend taking a walk along the river and, and having a drink sitting on the banks of the Thames. Uh, I can't recommend going to Windsor highly enough. So hopefully that's given you a an insight into Windsor, just a, a brief one. I know it's only a 20 minute long episode. I think that's all these are gonna be. They're gonna be very much travel briefs. So thank you for listening. I will be back with another episode talking about the history of Legoland and what came before it, as I said. Then there'll be a third episode talking about our stay at Legoland. So hopefully you'll come back and join us for those. But in the meantime, thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this, please go and give us a review on iTunes, on Apple Podcasts as it's called now. It really does help the show. 
as I said, we are a member of the After Dark Podcast Network. Go and check out some of our other shows. I'm a co-host on Diz After Dark. I jointly host Discover DLP, a Disneyland Paris podcast. We've also got Biff Pal Bam, which I host uh, about comic book movies and TV, and sometimes the comics themselves. We're not the most into the comic books themselves, but the films and the TV, we talk about that a lot. We've got Everybody's Got One, which is a, a pop culture podcast hosted by Craig Lucas, and plenty more shows that across the, the network that you can, you can find just by searching us on Facebook. And hopefully you'll you'll listen to some of those and hopefully stick around and listen to this show. As it's something new, I hope it was okay. Uh, I'm going to keep going and hopefully you'll keep listening. So thank you very much, guys. And I'll see you on the next one. This is a co-production between Magical Kingdom of Walt and the After Dark Podcast Network. <laughs>